98.5, Atlanta's Christmas music station. I'm Tad. Hey, Drex. Good morning. And Kara. Good morning. So, Drex, you were telling me that there was something going on with your six-year-old daughter, Avery. I'm putting her to bed, and she looks up at me with her beautiful blue eyes, and they start to well up. Like, is she, in, is she in pain? Like, is something going on? Or is this another tactic that kids do <sighs> to try to get out of going to bed? And a single tear falls from her cheek, and she says, Daddy, I don't want any presents for Christmas this year. I don't want anything. I just want to see my grandma and grandpa. Aww. So I've talked about my parents' addiction issues in the past yeah. and how we set a boundary and said, we're not going to talk to you for a year until you guys kind of get things straight, and then we can sit down and have a conversation. Well, it's taken its toll on our family, and like I said two weeks ago, my six-year-old daughter Avery's like, I want to see Grandma Grandpa for Christmas. So I was, uh, I, my heart hurt at that moment, but I was also a little angry. Mm. You know, like, yeah. why do I have to deal with this? Why right. does my six-year-old have to deal with this, Tad? Right. You didn't put yourself in this position. Oh. Avery didn't put herself no. in this position. And what was the, just refresh, what was the last, because it seems like holidays are a major thing. Was yeah. it just at a random time that she was, because previously this has come up. This has come up, and I think it, it does have to do with Christmas and the holidays. You know, yeah. even at, at six years old, she's starting to say, well, the Christmas and holidays, it's supposed to see your family. Mm-hmm. And so I was upset at that moment, and I, I called my parents the next morning. I said, I'm coming to your house. We're going to have a very uh, blunt conversation about how this is going to move forward. And I sat both of them down, and I said, my daughter's crying to me last night because she wants to see you people. And I, said, <laughs> I, I was upset. You people. Yeah. And I said, this is what's going to happen. Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. at Goldberg. So I take Avery to Goldberg's mm-hmm. every Saturday right. morning. I said, we're going to be there. You're welcome to come. That's it. You're not coming to my house. I'm not coming to your house. You want to see her. You want to spend time with us. Boom. This is when it's going to happen. That's good. That's a good step and a good compromise, I think. Okay, good. Every Saturday? Every Saturday. Yeah, I mean, with the exception. But yeah, we'll be there 9 a.m. every Saturday. And has- But of course, you set that boundary and mm-hmm. people want to start, start stepping their toe over yeah, it. Yeah, give them an inch, they'll take a mile. So I, I get a message from my parents saying, well, what about Christmas? I said, well, it can happen this Saturday at 9 a.m. at Goldberg's if you guys want to do like a Christmas thing. Well, it's that doesn't feel right to open Christmas very impersonal and no, mm. you know, there's no emotion or Christmas spirit, uh, you know, trying to eat bagels and eggs and opening gifts. So that's where I'm stuck. Am I some stubborn monster because I want to keep a boundary set with, hey, we said 9 a.m. at Goldberg's every Saturday. And that's how it is. But am I the stubborn monster by saying this is what it's going to be? Or just do we have to open it up for Christmas? When did you set the year? When did you say, when did the year begin? Oh, gosh. Was that, it, yeah, it was eight months ago. Like that. Eight months ago. That, so, you that haven't boundary, even, so you've already, yeah, you've already oh, yeah. sort of pushed that aside. You've yeah. already caved. Yeah. By doing the Saturday thing. Right. And of course, I mean, obviously, this is a horrible place to be because yeah. your parents want to see their granddaughter. Correct. But are your parents not at fault for all of this could mm-hmm. you you were you were not it wasn't like you were just like i think we're gonna go a year oh, without right. seeing yeah, you yeah, just yeah. to punish you for nothing like you were trying to give them tough love and be like listen this is this yeah. is the consequence of your action yeah. correct so I, so i the really question I, I bring to you guys and if someone's listening has advice or has been through this can i stick with that boundary of hey if you want to do christmas it's going to be saturday morning at goldberg's like we said it was going to be or do we have to do to have to already break this boundary and have to do a special Christmas thing. I don't know. Natalie is in Johns Creek. Drex, I am a, uh, a 
a, a participant of a mother who used to drink and do drugs as well. And I have four babies, and I had to put my boundaries up. Honey, you have to keep your boundaries because that you have to protect your daughter because they have to be responsible for what they've done. And you put that year on. You've already caved to be with your daughter so that they can see each other on Saturday. You've done enough because they know they're adults, and they have to know that they can't be doing that because if you allow them that to happen then you're telling them it's okay to continue with that bad behavior great point right there yeah. you've already given them yeah so much is it crazy to think that there's been some manipulation going on like i hate to use that word because i don't fully understand the meaning of it right that's what it feels like you don't even know you're getting manipulated until you're like right in the middle of it that's what it feels like a little bit you got to look at the difference between Okay, Avery is hurting because she's not able to see her grandparents. Yeah. You've explained to Avery why, yes, mm-hmm. to an extent. Uh, to an extent, but how much do you want to tell a six-year-old? Eventually right, right. she'll know. Yeah, yeah. But what's the damage in having grandparents that are maybe not sober around her? Or that oh, whatever yeah, behavior that's, comes that along with that. That outweighs what? That's worse, you're right? right? You're right. Angie and Alpharetta. Actually, I could put some insight on that. Um, I'm a very grateful recovering alcoholic. And my son, I went through the same thing. My son set boundaries with me as far as seeing my grandchildren at any time, uh, Christmas or any time. And uh, I just, it's all about choices in our life. And uh, I'm grateful to be in recovery, but I made choices that my family was more important. And you're doing the right thing as a parent to set these boundaries. You're doing the right thing because you have to protect your family. And uh, it's a season for giving. It's a season for forgiving. Let me ask you, Angie, was your family cutting you off from that? Was that what did it? Was that what got you to recover? Oh, yes, absolutely. He said that I could not see my granddaughter if I had been drinking. Did you ask to meet at Goldberg's on Saturdays or something like that? No, uh, but I would have. To see Emily, to see uh, my baby, yes, I would have. Merry Christmas, Angie. Thank you so much, and thanks for getting clean. Thank you. It's a happy, happy day. It sounds to me like, from somebody who's been in this situation, Mm -hmm. from the other end, from your parents' end, that cutting them off... At least in that case, works. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. keeping that behind you. Well, I appreciate these phone calls. I know it's a kind of a tough, gloomy subject to talk about a couple of days before Christmas. But um, yeah, I mean, these you, you family, you deal with family issues around yeah. Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, seriously, yeah. anybody listening right now that doesn't have issues or some uh, insecurities going into the holidays, I would they, they're living in pleasant. A rare right. person. Yeah. <laughs>